Hello and welcome back. Today is January 10th, 2021. And the topic of this episode is Hello Sunshine. I picked this topic today for various questions that come up all the time. How do I build a stronger immune system, especially to fight COVID-19 these days? How do I reduce inflammation? How do I prevent bone density loss? Why do I feel depressed in winter months? How do I improve my heart health? Why do we get moles? Should I worry about them? What essential vitamins can help my immune system? How much and how do I get them? While some of these questions may not really seem related, they all are related. And how? They all share one common and very important thing, vitamin D. Let's talk about the many benefits of vitamin D. It boosts your immune system and helps you fight infections, pathogens, and many other invaders that you encounter on a daily basis. Vitamin D is shown to play an important role in the modulation of the body's inflammatory machinery or inflammation machinery by regulating the production of inflammatory cytokines and immune cells. These molecules that are crucial for the pathogenesis of many immune-related diseases. It is one of the major players in preventing, reducing, and to some extent, reversing bone density loss, osteopenia, and osteoporosis. Vitamin D is the precursor to serotonin, endorphins, and other neurotransmitters that affect mood. They are also called the happy hormones. Now, how does this relate to mood and winter months? The best source of vitamin D comes from, you got it, sunshine. So many people, especially where I live, in the northeastern United States, get what is called seasonal affective disorder, which is ironically has the acronym SAD. It starts at the end of fall and continues throughout the winter months. The main reason being lack of sufficient sunlight and vitamin D. Vitamin D from sunlight is also known to induce the production of nitric oxide, which brings blood pressure down and prevents heart disease and the risk of stroke. The next related topic, moles. What causes moles? It has to do with a type of skin cells called melanocytes that are throughout your skin and they produce melanin, the natural pigment that gives your skin its color. Moles are the result of melanocytes growing into clusters or clumps. Most people as, uh, as young children have many moles. On average, most people have about 10 to 40 moles, and many of them may actually change in appearance or go away as we age. Most moles are harmless and they rarely become cancerous. However, it is important to pay attention to them and monitor moles and other pigmented patches 
in case they change drastically and become cancerous. What changes should you look for? There's a really handy guide to help you determine if a mole or a spot may be melanoma or another type of skin cancer. Easy to remember. A, B, C, D, E. A is for asymmetrical shape, so like one half is unlike the other half. B is for border. Look for moles with irregular borders. C is for color. Look for growths that have changed in color, have many colors, or have uneven colors. D is for diameter. Look for new growth in a mole that gets larger than half a centimeter or about a third or a fourth of an inch. E is for evolving. Watch for moles that change in size, shape, color, or height, especially if part or all of a mole turns completely black. Moles may also evolve to develop new signs and symptoms like itchiness or bleeding. If you notice any of these, you should have them checked. Vitamin D is also an antioxidant which protects against cancer, including skin cancer. And finally, the question of essential vitamins, supplements, or the magic pill that would help strengthen your immune system to fight against disease. First, let me tell you, there is no single magic pill to achieve this. I'm sorry, there isn't. For optimal health, you have to work at it. Secondly, the best source of vitamins are real, natural foods and natural sources, not synthetic lab-made pills. Let's talk about vitamin D specifically. Vitamin D is actually a hormone. It is a fat-soluble molecule that helps absorb calcium from the gut and release into the bloodstream. Vitamin D is mostly produced in the skin in response to sunlight. Yes, about 90% of it is produced this way and only 10% absorbed from healthy foods that we eat. But the key here is healthy foods. I'm not talking about foods that are fortified with vitamin D. Those are useless. But those that naturally have vitamin D. Unfortunately, there are not too many food sources of vitamin D, which is why it is so important to get sunlight, which is the best source of vitamin D production. Vitamin D is produced in the skin and taken up in the diet and the liver and kidneys convert it into the active hormone which is called calcitriol. The active vitamin D helps increase the absorption of calcium in the gut from food into the bloodstream. It also prevents calcium loss from the kidneys. Vitamin D modifies the activity of bone cells and is important for the formation of new bone in both children and in adults. This brings me back to the title of this podcast, Hello Sunshine. Sadly, in the last or recent 20 years or so, the sunshine has gotten a bad reputation. 
and some experts have actually made people really fearful of sunlight. Sunlight is not your enemy, but you have to be sun smart. So how much and how? You only need about 10 to 20 minutes of sun exposure every day to get your daily requirement. There are natural processes that happen in your body as a result of sunlight that cannot and will not occur with supplements. The timing of exposure and the amount is important as well as where in your body you get exposure. What is the safest time? During the morning until about 10 a.m. Avoid direct sun exposure or too long of direct sun exposure between 11 and 3 p.m. After 3 p.m. is also okay. What parts of the body should you protect more from direct sunlight? It is best to expose your arms, your legs, and shoulders and limit your face and back. So protect your face and back more. Another vitamin that partners well with the sunshine vitamin is vitamin E. If you have very fair skin, you may choose to add vitamin E all year long and to apply topical vitamin E like a cream during the summer months when you spend more time outdoors. If you have a darker skin like I do, you have more natural protection from your own skin pigments and can take and apply vitamin D in the summer months when you spend more time outdoors. How much vitamin E and vitamin D? A healthy dose of vitamin D for most people is around 1200 to 1500 international units or IUs. Anything more than that really concerns me because natural sources rarely provide more than 12 to 1500 IUs of vitamin D. So you would really have to take a synthetic vitamin D to get more than 2000 IUs and that worries me because too much vitamin D, especially not natural sources, actually causes damage. What about vitamin E? For most average person, about 15 to 20 milligram or about 19 to 20 international units of vitamin E is enough. Finally, what are some good sources of vitamin D and E? Food sources I'm talking about or natural sources. Fatty fish like salmon, some tuna, eggs, and some vegetables like mushrooms, and some nuts and seeds in small amounts like sunflowers, uh, almonds, and of course, cod liver oil. Not fish oil, cod liver oil. Those two are two different things. Interestingly enough, many of the same sources provide vitamin E as well. These include fatty fish, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, and sunflower seed oil, fruits and veggies like avocados, asparagus, mangoes, and bell peppers. I told you for optimal health, you have to work at it. That is not only through buying, preparing, and eating healthy foods, but also exercising daily, getting a healthy dose of sunshine, and fresh air every day, and practice mindfulness, stress management, and get sufficient sleep to maintain a healthy 
and working circadian clock, which comes back to sunlight again. It is best for your clock to be aligned with nature. Best time to sleep is between 9 or 10 p.m. and 5 to 6, 6 a.m. Night owls are just that, owls, not humans. So if you tell yourself that you are a nocturnal animal, you are causing your body, your internal clock, and your health some major damage, not to mention actively fighting Mother Nature. Here's some food for thought to end this podcast. If you are still thinking about effective, meaningful, and successful New Year's resolutions, here are some things to consider. Perhaps some of you are thinking about improving your health by boosting your immune system, strengthening your bones, enhancing your heart health, becoming a happier person even during winter months, even in New England. This should give you a good start. Need more help? I am here for you, and I hope that you know that. Thank you for listening today, and thanks to those who provided me with the inspiration for this episode's uh, topic. I am always curious to know your thoughts. I want to know what burning questions you have about health, and I promise to listen and to provide you with some helpful tips and answers. If I do not have the answers, it encourages me to research, read, and teach, which are some of my most favorite things to do. So listen, reach out and send me your thoughts. Here's how. Reach me at my email is the best way, contact at drlolly.com, or message me on Facebook, Dr. Lolly PhD. Or you can go to my website at www.drlolly.com where you can also send me a message. Until then, to your health and happiness.